Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 15, 2019, the tip of the iceberg issue. First up, the law firm of Jones Day is in the news again, and not for a positive thing, as the firm has, who previously faced a harsh spotlight when six female lawyers filed a class action complaint saying they faced gender and pregnancy discrimination and been subjected to a fraternity culture or have now been sued by uh, a former husband and wife who worked there. They claim that the husband claims that he was not allowed the same maternity leave as uh, women uh, under the firm's policy and one prominent male partner apparently asked rhetorically, quote, in what would a man do on parental leave, watch his wife unload the dishwasher, end quote. The same partner teased a male associate for taking paternal leave to care for a child. So you have to wonder um, what the culture of Jones Day is, having worked in a big law firm. Unfortunately, I'm afraid I know what the answer to that question is. Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, the company Sealed Air Corp. Uh, continues its financial woes as it has dismissed its audit firm, Ernst & Young, and hired PricewaterhouseCoopers, citing dissatisfaction over the audit firm selection process. And it could be a possibility that it could have been forced to change auditors by the government. The change took place on August 7th and was disclosed in a security filing case. Next up, from Bloomberg, uh, the Kazakhstan mining company, Eurasian Natural Resources, which has been under investigation by the Serious Fraud Office, um, has taken a very aggressive stance and is now suing the SFO, uh, saying it would be unlawful for the SFO investigative team to make any charging decisions arising from or in relation to the criminal investigation without getting to the bottom of concerns of wrongdoing. Um, ENRC has accused the SFO of wrongdoings uh, previously in other papers and that the it's, uh, filed suit saying that they were apparently untreated fairly in the investigation. So it's again a very aggressive uh, posture by ENRC and the SFO continues to literally take it on the chin uh, from companies in the United Kingdom. And finally, our signature piece today is about the Second Circuit decision in an FCPA challenge that uh, the prosecutors have to prove that a bribe was paid in the in exchange for tangible goods of service for there to be an FCPA violation. Of course, this is uh, inconsistent or at least uh, not the same ruling that the Supreme Court uh, came down on for bribery inside the United States. And this uh, standard uh, defense attorneys are concerned that um, that there need not be an official act for the FCPA to apply. Certainly, this interpretation is consistent with uh, the law as written by, under the FCPA, because remember, it's a bribe or an offer to bribe uh, for a, uh, to obtain a benefit. So, uh, although there seems to be some concern in the defense bars, I found this decision is really consistent with the plain language and indeed the meaning of the statute going forward. And the Supreme Court's decision uh, may be limited to simply inside the United States 
for bribery and corruption of U.S. politicians. Uh, could be interesting if the Dean case goes to the Supreme Court to see if they would uh, allow a wider definition uh, or a wider allowance of bribery and corruption to go forward as they have here in the United States. I'll leave it to you to decide if that's a good thing. Hope you'll check out the new podcast, Why a Duck, with myself, Tom Fox, and Mike Volkoff. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio.